as we all kind of cease from walking, then we will go into the message. Amen. 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 Because there are many distractions, and I understand why. I do understand why that why there are going to be many distractions this morning. So we probably need to get prepared for it. Amen. Let's get prepared for it. Amen. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. We're thankful and grateful for all of you that are present, uh, those that are present and those that are online, our online community. We thank and we praise God for your presence. Amen. We'd like to invite your attention to the book of Acts, the book of Acts, chapter number 16 is where we're going to begin, chapter number 16. Um, I always like a confirmation of, not that I'm saying that I don't hear the Lord, because I do, but it's good when I can hear someone else, it comes from someone else's mouth, and so often that happens to me a lot, and on yesterday someone came from the exact chapter talking about the exact thing that the Lord had given us for this morning. And this morning we want to talk about midnight seasons. Midnight seasons. A midnight season is not as bad as we think it is. And God's going to reveal to us that in the scripture, talking about the midnight season. Acts chapter number 16. Father, bless your word, and we thank you now. We give you honor, praise, and glory. Bind up every hindering spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. We're going to start reading at verse number 16 in Acts chapter number 16. And we're going to kind of break this down. We're going to do teaching, and I pray that you would open your spiritual ear to hear what the Lord is saying. As I always say, whatever you think that you know, go ahead and throw it out the window now. Amen. I'm going to give you time. I'm going to give you ample time to, to, to go ahead and defrag yourself. Amen. You know how you do a computer? You know, you got to learn to defrag because, you know, some things go slow and sometimes we don't process it as quickly as we should. So we're going to ask that you just go ahead, take the time, and whatever needs to be recycled out of us, amen, then we'll do that, amen. So I'm going to give you time to do that, amen. Because, you know, a lot of us, we enter into the house of God thinking that we already know, especially since it's a familiar scripture. But most of the time, we just read it. We don't dissect it. So we need to learn to dissect. And, oh, Holy Spirit. And then some of us just sit down and go to sleep. Can we address that too? That, that happens a lot. We go to sleep. But, you know, if we, if we were at a ball game, we would not sleep, right? So what's most important, God's word or something that's temporal? Can I get an Amen. All of us sleepers in the house. Amen. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. We'll charge that on up to him. Amen. We'll charge that on up to him. Amen. All right. Acts chapter number 16, because there's some powerful stuff that's in this text. Amen. Now, verse number 16 uh, in Acts chapter number 16, it says, And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. All right. Now, the first thing we want to look at 
we want to look at the fact in verse number 16 where they were going. It said, it came to pass as we went to prayer. Now, the Greek meaning of that word prayer there means worship. They were on their way to worship. And what did they meet? They meet a damsel. She was possessed with a spirit of divination. All right. That spirit there is a python spirit. It's a python spirit. That's what they were met with. That's what we all will be meeting with when we try to enter into the place of worship. Now, that spirit is demonic. That spirit is demanding. That spirit is self-promoting. And its purpose is to squeeze the life out of its victim. That's its purpose. And then it talks about how it brought much gain to his masters. Now, verse number 17. Let's look at verse number 17. See, in verse number 17, it says, The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show us, which show us unto the way of salvation. Now, keep that up there. So this, the same followed Paul, that spirit. That spirit will follow you, that python spirit. But it says, follow Paul. Now, Paul means, not only does it mean little, but it means to come to the end of oneself. And look what it's, what it's doing. It's identifying you. It says, these men are the servants of the Most High God. All right? In other words, that spirit knows who you are, and it also knows your purpose. It says, which showed unto us the way of salvation. See, we need to understand that whatever comes up against us, it knows all about us already. Watch this. Watch watch the word. Watch the word. It knows you, and it knows your purpose. Never think Satan don't know your purpose and know who you are. He knows who you are. He knows if you are a threat to him, and he knows if you are not a threat to him. All right? Now, looking now at verse number 18. Watch, watch 18. 18 says, and this did she many days. Persistent. That spirit is persistent. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the what? It said to the what? It didn't say it to the person. That's why we're making our mistakes. We are speaking to the person and not to the spirit that's in the person. It said, turn and say it to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. We wonder why some folks still got what they got on the inside. Because we're calling out the wrong thing. We're not calling out the spirit that's in the person. Because if you know, the scripture says she was possessed by that python spirit. Watch the word. We won't be before you long, but, 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 but watch the word. So you got to command that thing to come out of that person. You got to command that spirit, that python spirit that wants to choke the life out of this victim. You got to command it to come out. Now, 
verse number 19 says, And when her masters, watch this, saw that the hope of their gains were gone, they caught Paul and Silas and threw them into the marketplace unto the rulers. Hmm. When they saw the one that had control, that had possessed, saw that the gains was gone. Throw them into the, the marketplace. And, uh, the marketplace is the chopping block. <laughs> the marketplace is the chopping block, and it's where it wants to make a public spectacle of you. It's designed to make a public public spectacle of you. And what it does, it will accuse you, it will try you, it will condemn you, and then it will punish you in the marketplace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that, that chopping block, huh, where they want to make a public spectacle. But you know, God got something for that. God has got something for that. Now, let's drop down now to verse number 25 in Acts chapter number 16. Verse number 25. Verse number 25. And this is powerful. These next few verses that we're going to deal with, it is very, very, very powerful. Verse 25 says, And at when midnight Paul and Silas prayed, and they sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Hmm. At at midnight, at, at midnight, at midnight, at midnight, worship. Watch what happens now. What happens at midnight. Don't, don't, don't fear your midnight season. Don't, don't complain about your midnight season. Because there's something in your midnight season that we have all been missing. Nobody wants a midnight season. But there are things that comes forth from our midnight season. Now, it's, they said, it talks about in verse 25 how they worship and they sung praises unto God. See, in your midnight season, you still got to praise God. You still got to worship God because, see, there's a key to worship and praise in your midnight season. See, usually when we're going through in our midnight season, we just take a back seat. Can I get an amen? We, 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 don't want, we don't want to praise God. We, we, don't want, we don't want no part of that. But let me show you something here in the, in the Scripture. Verse number 26. Remember now, you, 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 you're worshiping and you're praising God. Now, praise means to celebrate. Why would I want to celebrate in my midnight season? Watch, watch the word. Watch the word. Verse 26. It says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison was shaken and immediately all the doors were open. Keep the verse up. All right. We're worshiping and we're praising. We're celebrating, right? Whenever we worship and whenever we celebrate, this is what happens. It Brings about an earthquake. Now, this, this is not natural. This is not a natural earthquake. Because, see, what it's saying is worship and praise 
brings about a shaking in the realm, in the spiritual realm. It brings about a shaking. And when it does, watch this, it says, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. What do you mean the foundations? The foundations of the prison. Now, when you worship and you praise God and you begin to celebrate, now it talks about the shaking in the spirit realm. What it does, the foundation of the prison was shaken. In other words, it says foundations. Foundations mean they are layers and layers and layers. And that word prison means bondage, your place of bondage. See, Bondage doesn't st- does not start with just one thing, but you got layers and layers and layers of bondage. So whenever we worship and whenever we praise God, it brings about a shaking, it brings about an earthquake, and it, it causes that prison, that very thing that holds you bondage, that many layers of it, it will cause it to loose. Think about what, what has you bondage, what has you in bondage. Think of, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's go, let's go down to the kitchen, okay? Let's think about this. Think about an onion. You the onion. An onion has many layers, right? So there's a lot of peeling that to go on. Because, see, that thing that holds you bondage, it doesn't start with one thing, but it's a lot of layers of what has you in bondage. That's why you're in prison, Okay? But the only way to release that is to worship and praise. See, whenever you want to go up against that python spirit, you have to go into the spirit realm. You can't, because see, what worship and praise does, it causes things to happen that's not normal. When we really get into worship and praise, we see unusual things happening in the house. People are set free, okay? Now, we're talking about your midnight season. Now, in your midnight season now, whatever you're going through, worship, if you would just worship, if you would just praise him in your midnight season, it sets you free. All those layers of layers and layers of things that hold you hostage. But what? look at what else it does in verse number 26. After the peeling back of that bondage, that thing that holds you bondage, it says all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loose. Do you not know if you would praise and worship God in your midnight season, it will open doors for you? Not just a door, but look what the text says. Look, 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 look at what the scripture says. It says, and immediately all the doors were open. When we worship and we praise God and we do it God's way, all those doors that have been shut to us, they open up. It said all the doors were open, and then it talks about the bands were loose. In other words, that's why I was hoping we would sing that song, Break Every Chain Last. Because <laughs> all those things that has us shackled down. When you enter into worship and praise, all those chains will come away from us. 
shackles. You're no longer shackled. In other words, when you worship and you praise God in your midnight season, hmm, freedom, freedom comes out. And I've jumped ahead of myself. <laughs> freedom comes out. I, I, I'm so excited, Brother Phil, about this message. I was so excited I jumped ahead of myself. Now keep your place there in Acts because you've got to have this word. It's, it's very important. So keep your place, and we will come back to Acts. Now, I want you to go to the book of Judges, because we're talking about this midnight season. I want to show you what the midnight season will do. The midnight season, midnight season, the midnight season. Judges, Judges chapter number 16. Can't leave this one out. Can't leave it out. Judges chapter number 16. Verse number 1 says, Then... When Samson, now Samson means like the sun. Then when Samson, uh, then went Samson to Gaza and sold there and harlot, and he went in to her. Now a harlot is a robber of your soul. Remember now, Samson means like the sun. But where did he go to? He goes to the harlot. A harlot will rob you of your soul. Y'all know what a harlot is? Y'all know what a harlot is? Can I, can I get ugly? A harlot is a hoe. Can I get low? Okay. It's a robber of your soul. It takes, what, it takes what's in your soul, you know. It don't want you to have your, the spirit of God in you. So it's a robber of your soul, okay? Now, 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 it says, what, but, what, but watch this. So it says, he goes in. Boy, they get enticing, ain't they? Spirit enticing. Now, verse number 2 in, in Judges cha- chapter 16, verse 2 says, And it was told the Gazites, saying, Samson, which means like the sun, is come hither. And they compassed, and they encircled him in, and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city. And were quiet all the night, saying, in the morning, in the time of your breakthrough. When it is day, we shall kill him. You see, right at the moment of your breakthrough, that spirit wants to kill you. Now watch verse number three. And Samson lay till midnight and arose at midnight. He stayed still. And he took the doors or the gate of the city and the two posts and went away with them, uh, bar and all, and put them upon his shoulders and carried them up to the top of a hill and the hill that is before Hebron. Now, what is all that saying? God's saying, your greatest strength comes in your midnight season. Your greatest strength comes in your midnight season when you're going through. That's where your greatest strength comes from, in your midnight season. All right, let's go back to Acts. We're almost done. Acts. Go back to Acts, chapter 16. All right. When they dealt with the earthquake that's shaking, okay, you, you, the bands are off. Now watch. You got some freedom now because of praise and worship. They got freedom. Now, watch verse number 27. 27 in Acts chapter 16 says, 
and the keeper of the prison, the one that's holding you in bondage. He awaking out of his sleep. In other words, he come with some clarity. And seeing the prison doors open, the very one that put you in bondage is going to be able to see that you've been set free from that bondage and they're going to be able to see the doors open for you. Can I get an amen? And then the Bible says he threw out his sword and would have killed himself supposing that the prisoners had been fled. Hmm. Let me give you a word of prophecy here. Whatever door that's been shut to you, the very one that shut that door is going to see doors open for you. And once they see the doors open for you, it's going to upset them so bad they want to kill themselves. Watch the word. Watch the word. Watch Watch what comes out of if you worship and if you praise and if you celebrate in the time of your midnight. Verse 28 says, But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Understanding Paul not only means little. Remember that. It means to desist. It means to come to the end. In other words, when we come to the end of ourselves, that's when these doors open. Not just one door, but we've got a whole lot of doors been shut to us. The word said all of those doors will be open. Anybody got any closed doors? You had some in your past, and you couldn't figure it out why? Why they still shut? Maybe the tech, oh, Holy Spirit, the technique that we're using might be the reason why they are not opening. See, we're trying to use a natural technique when we need to use a spiritual technique. God says, it's him that raises one up and takes another down. It's him that gives the promotions. Promotions don't come from man. That's what God's word says. Promotions come from God. Tell y'all two stories. I've shared this story a lot before. I had a job, ran the job for months because it wasn't filled. Time for me to have that job? <laughs> they gave it to somebody else. And I ran it for months. They gave it to, when they gave it to somebody else, you know what happened? The person didn't stay in there for six weeks. They end up with a heart attack. And so somebody asked me, they said, are you going to go back and apply for that job? They encouraged me. Oh, yeah, I did. I went back, applied for the job, and you know who got it. Hello, I got it. See, and I learned this. Whatever God has for me, it is for me. Can't nobody take it. If it's mine, it's mine. And that's not being boastful. That's being truthful. It'd be different if I had not experienced it, but I experienced that. I was in my midnight season, but I said, the devil, you're a liar. He'll lie. He'll he'll lie. So you got to understand now, when we come to the end of ourselves, 
Now, watch verse number 29 in Acts chapter number 16. Verse 29 says, Then he called for a light and sprung in and came trembling and fell down before Paul. Your enemy is going to fall at your feet. Because, see, he don't understand what's going on either. Because, see, it's a spirit. That's in operation. He doesn't understand. He says he's going to fail at his feet. And watch what? When we praise and worship in our midnight season, watch what it does. Not only will it bring our enemy to a place of humility or coming down at our feet, but look at verse number 30. It says, and brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved. Your midnight season brings salvation. You ever thought about that? That in your midnight season, in my midnight season, it brings salvation to others. You see how powerful your midnight season is? They fell at their feet, brought humility. Brought them out, and then they asked the question. In other words, they want what you got. Salvation. He says, now, what must I do to be saved? You see, God's people are different. They're different. Now, and verse number 31 says this. And 31 says, and they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Salvation will come to them. And then it says, and thy house. In other words, everybody that was connected to him will receive salvation because of your midnight. Because of my midnight. You thought about it, Some of y'all just thought about, well, just, I'm just going through. Uh-uh. Your midnight season has a purpose. It ain't all about me. It ain't all about you. It's about others around us too. A whole lot of folk need Jesus out there. Wow. We almost done. Now, let's go now. Let's go to verse number 35. Verse number 35. We're talking about your midnight season. Verse number 35. It says, And when it was day, the magistrate sent to the surgeon saying, Let those men Go. Let those men go. Huh. Let those men go. You see, whenever things happen in our midnight season and in the realm of the spirit and things happen that people don't understand, they want you gone out of their presence. They want you gone. But 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 watch the word. Watch the word. Watch the word. Watch the word. Verse thirty six says, and the keeper of the prison, same one now that put you in bondage, told this saying to Paul, the magistrates have sent to us to let you go. Now, therefore, depart, watch this, and go in peace. Now, after they done locked you up, this, I mean, put you a spectacle uh, on the, in the marketplace, that chopping block, now all of a sudden, after all this began to happen, they said, uh, Y'all can go ahead and go. And then he said, go in peace. Ain't that just like the devil? 
Because, see, the devil knows, the, the devil knows when he's coming up against a child of God. But watch, watch this. Watch God's word. God's word is true. God's word is true. Now, the enemy wants you out of their presence. Then they want to put a blessing on you. Go in peace. The devil is alive. Watch 37. It says, but Paul, because now he has come to the end of himself. But Paul said unto them, they have beaten us. How? Openly what? Uncondemned, being Romans, and have cast us into prison. And now do they thrust us out privately? Nay, verily, but let them come themselves and fetch us out. In other words, they wanna, huh? Want you to go quietly? No, sir. Here he says, now listen, what you did to me, you did it publicly. You won't answer yourself publicly. You tried to shame me. You tried to keep me in bondage. He said, no, I'm not going that easy. Look, watch the word. We're always talking about in that your midnight season. That 37 said, you beat me openly. See, the devil wants to shame us openly. He want to put you in bondage, cast us in prison. He want to do it privately. But now he want to release you privately. He don't want no shame. He want to release you privately. Then he said, look at the boldness of God's people. Them same devils that did this to me, you let them come and fetch me out. Don't send somebody else to do it. You show up. Because what you did, you did in public. So now you're not going to send me away privately. The devil is alive. Watch, watch verse number 38. And the surgeons told these words unto the magistrate, and they feared. Don't you know the devil's scared of you? Hold up. Y'all don't know the devil's scared of y'all? Y'all act like he's scared of him. Do you not know that the devil is afraid of you because of the power of God that's on the inside of you? We run around here running. No. He's afraid of you. We're not supposed to be afraid of him. Now, 39 says this. And they came and they besought them. They'll show up. They brought them out and desired them to depart out of the city. Now, they no longer want to command them or do it in private. They desired. They wanted them to sneak on away in private. Don't make no noise when you go. Just stay quiet. Mm-mm. No. But... He says here now that when they, to depart out of the city. Now watch verse number 40. Verse number 40. This is our last verse. Verse number 40 says this. We're talking about your midnight season. Verse number 40 says, and they went out of the prison. Your midnight will bring you out of your bondage situation. 
your midnight. And look where they go after they've been set free from the prison, that bondage situation. And they entered into the house of Leader, Leader, and said, and when they had seen the brethren, they comforted them in the park. Now, when you look at the house that they went to, that means it's a house of worship. See, when you leave out of that bondage situation, when God has set you free, then you enter back into a place of worship. You go to the house of worship because that's where your freedom came. That's why the, that's where a supernatural, not a natural event, that earthquake was not natural. It was supernatural, and it was brought on by worship and praise because the word says immediately. There was no space in that. There was no pause. Right then, God went to work. In your midnight, you gain freedom. In your midnight season, you gain strength. Your greatest strength is in your midnight season. And look at all the work comes out of your midnight. Salvation. Not only to, to, to the person that done you wrong, but also to whoever's connected to them. Salvation. Some folks say, well, I don't, want, I don't want God to save me. Yes, you do. Because, you know, many of us, we, we like for, for God to just whack them, right? Can we be real? I, I saw one person that was real. Not the head, yeah. I don't want him to get, see, I don't promise we want him to get our enemy. Let God do it. Because, see, when God does it, something good comes out of it as well. At the end, salvation came. I'd much rather see my enemy saved than to see my enemy in hell. Eternally separated from God. Now, food for thought. Food for thought. Food for thought. How have you been handling your midnight season? And now, do you understand what will come out of your midnight season according to God's word? That's the question. How you been handling your midnight season? Once you know and understand what comes out of your midnight season, freedom, all that stuff from years of bondage, the peeling away, the peeling away, until freedom is there. And you're able to minister to others. That's a powerful midnight season. Now let's give God a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen. 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 Short.